Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Well, hello there, fellow sojourners, and welcome back to another edition of Appropriating the Culture. On today's episode, we'll look at the complicated history of Christmas, tackle the peddled half-truths, debunk the debunkers, out-snark the snarkers, and combat the internet trolls who seek to castigate Christmas as nothing but a pagan ripoff. I'm Pastor Shane, and I'll be the ghost of Christmas past today as we appropriate some culture. So Christmas is not a celebration or a holiday that is installed or decreed by God. It is a man-made holiday with man-made traditions and a messy, complicated history. And just as we said when we looked at Halloween and Thanksgiving, culture is not static, and the traditions, the customs, and practices morph and take on new meaning over time. But this leads internet trolls with an antagonism toward Christianity to make the rather absurd claim that Christmas, in our cultural context, has nothing to do with the birth of Christ. Like this video from Adam Ruins Everything. I know we're not that religious, but mom and dad made it a tradition. It's the one night a year we get together and have a nice, somber, Christian-y evening. Well, that's pretty weird, because historically, Christmas was actually a really raucous holiday, and most of our Christmas traditions have really unchristian origins. Here, I'll show you. The real story of the holiday season starts over 2,000 years ago, during the Roman Empire. In December, Romans celebrated a holiday called Saturnalia to mark the end of the harvest. It was a wild party involving gambling, singing, and even cross-dressing. Mm, no. Saturnalia was a harvest celebration. Christmas is not. Saturnalia was an honor to the Roman god Saturn. Christmas is not. Saturnalia featured animal sacrifices. Christmas does not. Saturnalia featured gambling. Christmas does not. Saturnalia had role reversals. Slaves would be waited on by their masters. That's nice, but Christmas has no such thing. Saturnalia was officially on December 17th. Christmas is on December 25th. So Saturnalia and Christmas are identical, except for the tiny difference of reason, purpose, calendar dates, and cultural expression. I hate to ruin everything, Adam, but actually, the only thing remotely connecting Saturnalia with Christmas is that they both take place in December. This is really the intellectual equivalent of saying that Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's Eve are all really Christmas celebrations because they take place in December. And what's really embarrassing about this is if you're looking for pagan origins to Christmas, there are better options than Saturnalia, like Sol Invictus or Sol Invictus, depending on your Latin preference. According to a manuscript known as Chronography of 354, referring to the year 354 AD, in which it's from, that manuscript claims that Sol Invictus, a Roman sun god, was celebrated on December 25th. The Roman Emperor Aurelian institutes the Festival of Sol in 274 AD. But the problem with suggesting that Christmas comes from the Sol Invictus Festival is manifold. Number one, Sol Invictus is about the Roman sun god. Christmas is not. Number two, the feast was not even annual. It was celebrated every four years. And number three, if the suggestion is Christians appropriated the date of Christmas from Sol Invictus, I'm all for appropriation. But the problem is the historical record doesn't indicate that. Remember, Emperor Aurelian established the feast in 274 AD. The manuscript that supports that is from 354 AD. But we have a manuscript from 204 AD, which is the writings of Hippopotamus, Hippolytus, 
Hippolytus of Rome, who writes this, For the first advent of our Lord in the flesh when he was born in Bethlehem was December 25th, Wednesday, while Augustus was in his 42nd year. But from Adam, 5,500 years, he suffered in the 33rd year, March 25th, Friday, the 18th year of Tiberius Caesar, while Rufus and Rubulin were consuls. So neener neener, the historical record shows that we were there first. But that's not to say that there aren't pagan trappings associated with Christmas. There certainly are. Take it away, Adam. And in Northern Europe, a drunken festival called Yule celebrated the birth of the sun. Families would burn the biggest log they could find and celebrate around evergreen trees to ward off winter depression. I hate to burst your bubble truck, but this has nothing to do with Christmas. December 25th is still Jesus' birthday. Actually, no one really knows for certain when Jesus was born. But we do know that when Christianity took hold of Europe in the 5th century, some common folk refused to part with these pagan parties. So Christian leaders gradually transformed these popular traditions into a celebration of Jesus' birth. Hey, pagan freaks! My god was probably born today. This party's about Jesus now, okay? Whatever, dude. It's turned up in this forest. Inserting Christ into these winter festivals was basically a civic compromise. Make the party about Jesus, and you can keep getting jiggy with it. Now that's mostly correct. As Christians became dominant in the culture, the celebration of Jesus' birth supplanted previous holidays, and some of the symbols and traditions became appropriated. And to this day, there are different customs and symbols and traditions in different countries and different regions of the world. But despite those differences in cultural distinctions, they're all still celebrating Christmas, which is the holiday that commemorates the birth of Jesus of Nazareth. And that's going to be an important point later. But was Jesus even born on December 25th? And the answer is, it doesn't really matter. The Bible does not say that Jesus was born on December 25th, and there is no bit of Christian doctrine or tenet of the Christian faith that necessitates that Jesus was born on December 25th. Mostly it's guesswork. So you go from Zechariah, who's serving at the temple. Uh, the priestly courses served at the temple twice a year, so you can pick one. Then he goes home, and Elizabeth gets pregnant. Then, in her sixth month of pregnancy, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary, and then you calculate out from that, and December 25th. Not great odds that we nailed the date. Uh, first of all, if we guess wrong at what time of year Zechariah served in the temple, well, then Jesus would have been born in the summer. Uh, second of all, it assumes that Elizabeth conceived immediately after the return home, which scripture doesn't say. And it also assumes that Mary conceived immediately after the angel as well, which the Bible doesn't say either. Furthermore, the early church fathers were all over the map with this. Some say Jesus was born December 25th. Some said January 6th, others May 20th, some said April 19th or April 20th. Now, others would also argue that the warmer conditions are more likely because the shepherds were out in the fields keeping watch over their flock at night. But that's not conclusive either, as even to this day in Israel, sheep are sometimes kept outdoors during winter. However, the notion that December 25th was chosen in order to supplant a pagan holiday has no historical support whatsoever. Most likely, the date was theologically driven. For instance, the fact that it matches with winter solstice may not be from paganism, but for the same significance, the rising of the sun, which Christians may see as a fulfillment of Malachi's prophecy. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays. Next! Well, Chuck, sounds like that's when Christmas became the nice family-friendly holiday we know today. Nope! It stayed a debauched, violent booze fest for a long time. 
For over a thousand years, Christmas was more like a terrifying Mardi Gras. In England, drunken mobs would take over the streets, and a beggar would be crowned the Lord of Misrule. I declare, all crime is legal. It's purge time, baby! The mobs would bang on rich people's doors and demand to be served the best food and drink they had. And if they refused, they were threatened with Christmas violence. Give me booze or I'll smash your face! So this actually looks kind of fun, Chuck. I agree, but it certainly wasn't very Christian. Which is why when Puritans came to America, they decided Christmas had no place in a Christian nation and banned it. What? Christmas was illegal? Yep. Also true. However, the Puritan rejection of Christmas is due to the manner of the celebration, not the reason for the celebration. In 1643, the Puritans in England passed an ordinance encouraging the people to treat the season with, quote, more solemn humiliation because it may call to remembrance our sins and the sins of our forefathers, who have turned this feast, pretending the memory of Christ, into an extreme forgetfulness of him by giving liberty to carnal and sensual delights. That people misuse the holiday in their revelry doesn't change the reason for the holiday. St. Patrick's Day is not a pagan holiday just because godless heathens use it as an excuse to get drunk on green liquor. Now let's hear the finale. Thanks to the legacy of these rules, Christmas ended up pretty unpopular in America. But all that changed in the 19th century. As immigrants flooded into America, they brought with them a love of Christmas and their own traditions. These seeped into the popular culture, and a new American Christmas began to take hold. And now, we treat Christmas like it's always been a sacred Christian celebration. But the historical truth is, these winter festivities have pagan roots with drunken traditions that a lot of Christians straight up hated for like a thousand years. Now look, celebrating Christmas as the birth of Jesus is a wonderful tradition, but it's just as historically accurate to get drunk in the woods or bang on a rich person's door and threaten them with violence. So instead of worrying that Christmas isn't Christian anymore, why don't we just let people celebrate the way they want? Boy, several misconceptions there. One, nobody is prohibiting the way people celebrate. If you want to get drunk in the woods, I don't think anyone's going to stop you. Two, it is simply ahistoric to say that Christmas is not a Christian holiday. That is precisely what it is. Even if elements were co-opted from certain pagan practices, Christmas was co-opted by Christians for Christian purposes. I love that you had a sign that said, keep Saturn in Saturnalia. That was meant to be sneering, but it's a true statement. If you're not actually sacrificing to Saturn, then you're not celebrating Saturnalia. That's how that works. And the reason Christians might notice and lament the unchristianing of Christmas is precisely because we understand that culture changes and customs and traditions can be co-opted. There is no Saturnalia anymore because nobody worships Saturn. And Christians don't want the same thing to happen when it comes to Christ. Well, I hope that clears things up. Have a very Merry Christmas. Like, subscribe, rate, review, follow me on socials, and I'll see you next week for more Appropriate in the Culture. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.